Mm. Well, well, well. Wow. I'm uh I'm needing a change of clothes already. I'm just gonna say that. And it's not for the reasons you think, Aaron. Why do you think I think? I thought you were gonna take that in a sexual direction as you do, because you're a no. pervert. No, I was going to like just say you're excited and when you get excited you sweat a lot. Or you're like me and like sometimes if you like I had to move off of Adderall and onto Vivance because Adderall made me like cold, but also sweaty all the time. I don't think I knew that you were on those. Yeah, I have ADHD. You couldn't, you just couldn't tell from. Well, what else are you telling me? Um, well, I, we got to keep the leaders engaged, so I can't say everything. That's true. That's true. On every episode, you need to be able to. If you want to, if you want to get to know me, guess what? There's almost a hundred episodes. We're almost there. You really could find out a lot about us by listening yeah. to the entire library. <laughs> there's there's a I cannot run for office, I don't think. And oh, if no. I there's going to be something I said that they'll take out of context. Because we've like I I'm not or kidding in context. you. In context, it's probably bad. You never know. But like <laughs> there have definitely been times where we have said things that have been borderline if they're acceptable or not um, and, I, and i stand by everything i don't know if i i don't know if i do i don't know if i do but i do stand by that um i'm proud of everything i say on here and, that's good and um that's almost the same thing right yeah i think it, i think honestly it kind of is i think i'd probably yeah. fight to the death about what anything i said on here i'd be like this is true <laughs> or i'd be like you took it out of context. Yeah, there are a couple of things I've said on here that I don't agree with, like when I bopped the Shania Twain album. Um, but, you know. Wait, then why did you do it? Girl, I was so high. Are you kidding me? I was like, yeah, let's... Something was so fun. It was great. <laughs> I think that you... <laughs> One thing that... I think we talked about earlier on when we like were first starting this podcast. And I don't know if we've necessarily gone back to mm-hmm. is like is our job to take ourselves out of the review and objectively be able to say whether or not an album is good or not or are uh, we Aaron, here that to... is that is the age-old question of the critic. It's really I yeah. I mean I think I think it is but mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's sunny. It's nice. Right. It's getting into springtime. Sure is. And with that, sometimes you want to listen to music that is you'd think is normally kind of like going to be from um, an introspective kind of perspective, but yeah, actually is very kind of out there and vocal and spoken. Oh, whatever could he be referring to? Well, you know, I'm referring to... Um, I don't know who I'm referring to, to be honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, we're... I don't, I don't know if like everything I just said correlates with the artist or not. I really don't. We I think it did. It. You're crushing it. You're crushing it. I'm crushing it. it. We are reviewing uh, Boy Genius's uh, newest album. And we are joined with special guest, longtime leader, first-time caller... Yes. Kurt Hattenberger. Kurt, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, guys. Good to be here. Oh, my God. You sound so good. What, <laughs> what is that mic setup over there? It is a Yeti Blue microphone sponsoring the pod. So uh, Another so, unofficial sponsor. Yep. Yeah, Yeti, if you're listening, send one to Simon. Please. Literally, please. Come Ugh. on, Yeti. Hook us up. It is so Wait, Kurt, like... <laughs> before we go into the record by Boy Genius... The record... Tell us what qualifies you mm. to be a bop or flop guest. Mm-hmm. What is your background with oh, music? Um, I have a couple of degrees in music, actually. I have a degree in music education and a master's degree in saxophone performance. Um, so wow. that, that doesn't really like apply to this kind of music. I don't know. I'm just a music <laughs> listener and lover. Um, I feel like growing up, I didn't listen to a ton of pop music and kind of got more into it as I like got to college. And then when I came out, I was like, oh, look at this wonderful world. Um, yeah. But I've been keeping up with it you know, ever since. I've followed all three members of this group that we're about to review for a good long time. Love their stuff. Very into it. Very happy to be uh, here. Um, 
So I, that that's a that was a pretty mean question for me to ask. If I'm just being frank here, like you've asked it a couple why, times. Tell me why you think you should be on the podcast. No, but like I kind of knew going into it, I was like, you also are in like a choir, like a vocal choir thing, right? Yep, I'm in a choir. Um, I conducted a choir until pandemic time, and then that kind of went complete for a while. Probably coming back soon. I have a conducted gig coming up in a month, so I'm like doing music stuff. Okay, yeah. Music well, Aaron- is in your life. Aaron, this this is the first time you've asked asked someone who actually has a music background. You have asked guests before who are just you know like us. That's okay. You found me off the street. Yeah, yeah, very, (laughs) very that. Um, I think Kurt, for all intents and purposes, and I don't want to like beriddle all of our other guests we've ever had, but I think you're technically the most qualified guest or guest we've had in terms of like music. Oh man, I don't want to be on a pedestal here and like stay stupid shit now. <laughs> so, so people, if you are listening, what Kurt says is as good as gold. Mm-hmm. Simon and I are just here to add some fluff and confetti on the sides. Yeah, yeah. I would add Gina <laughs> as well to that that that, that oh my, tier level. Yeah, you would. Oh yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. You're right. You're right. The erasure first. The erasure from the Miley Cyrus <laughs> episode, and now, and now this. Short end of the stick every time. You know, every sometimes time. that just means that we need to get her back so she's front of mind. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Kurt, you mentioned that they're, that Boy Genius is comprised of three different artists. Yes. Who are those three artists? Those three artists are um, Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, and Phoebe Bridgers. Um, they all kind of met variously in like back green rooms on gigs and such. I think it was first Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker who met first. And like Lucy Dacus was reading a Henry James novel and Julian was like, oh, you're cool. Let's be friends. And then like a month later, she and Phoebe also met and they also kind of hit it off and they all started like emailing each other. And Aaron, you seem to have like a question. No, no. But I think that at least from what I read, I thought and maybe this was like I read it once. It was a while ago. (laughs) Aaron is very confident in his opinions, FYI. And you are pro- I, I'm noticing your eyes. You're looking at a screen. You're like, I'm reading. Oh, I definitely made notes. I was page. Kind of here prepared. Oh yeah, I, I, <laughs> but I think I think that um, Lucy and Phoebe met first, and then Julian true. and Lucy met. Un- unclear on the order. Don't quote me on that. That was what I wanted to, to clarify. Sure, 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 but sure. You have all the knowledge. Either and way, so they you... were. No, no, no. Keep going. I, I don't know. Either way, they were triple booked on a gig, and they kind of decided they wanted to record something together, and went to the studio, and were like, "Yeah, let's record one song for promotional purposes." And then they ended up recording like six, and that became their EP. And that was like four mm. years ago. And I remember distinctly it was playing on the current, which I listened to on my commute at that time. And uh, Phoebe Bridgers' album, Stranger in the Alps, had also come out like six months prior, and so she was getting airplay, and then this Boy Genius EP was getting airplay, and I was like, this is amazing. Why don't I know anything about these people? And then I started diving in and kind of checking up on their solo careers and all that good stuff, too. Yeah, so um, follow-up question to that. You said you listened to The Current, or you did listen to The Current. Do you still? I still do. I think I listen less, partially because my commute is a lot shorter. I used to have like a half-hour commute each way, and now it's like 10 minutes. Um, But also, like, The Current... I will say ebbs and flows in what I want to listen to. And sometimes they really, really have it. And sometimes they really just don't. And oh, I think wow. they're definitely on a, they don't have it at the moment. So <laughs> just listen to less of that. I, I was, that's exactly what I was trying to prod out was yeah, like, yeah. I feel like they are. Everyone has their current era where they're like, the current is the Bible. I'm yep. going to go to, yep. what is it called? Walk the garden. Is that what it's called? Rock Rock the garden. The garden? Yeah. yeah. One plenty of yeah. Times too. And like, you're going to just be a full current person. And then after like going back after a year of of, like maybe stopping, you're like, what the crap is this shit? What am I listening to? Yeah, very much. Yeah, it it definitely can ebb and flow. Um, Simon, have you ever listened to The Current? No, because when I was listening to the radio, I was listening to that gay station that popped up for. Do you remember that? I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, I think it was Pride Radio. I think it was Pride Pride Radio. Radio, I don't remember like the number or whatever, but yeah. Thank you. The radio frequency got Gen Z here. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think most of my time was taken up listening to that that gay stuff on the Mm -hmm, radio. mm -hmm. And Kurt, the other nugget that I just wanted to, to pull out of you here is I remember when we first met and we were chatting about music. Yeah, and you were exactly what you you said. Where you were like, "Oh, now I'm exposed to the gay shit." 
what has what what were you listening to and what was like like what were your favorite artists are you still listening to those yeah, artists so some of them i still do i was definitely listening to a lot more like alternative radio they might say um sure. more like indie pop type stuff and now i listen to a lot more like edm was a genre that i had no idea even existed um just a lot more pop stuff in general and i'm so glad that i do listen to all that now i just never had the exposure to it growing up and so it's like this deluge of new artists and new genres and new styles and it was very overwhelming at the time but i feel like i've kind of like settled into more of my actual tastes are now that a couple of years have gone by too so okay you say that word that you said you said deluge 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 it's french aaron god read a book yeah i know but like i feel like kurt and my pronunciations were very different i said deluge which maybe is not i think you said it right (laughs) you're the the french expert so i'm gonna go off that caramel caramel pecan karaoke i was just i was like i was like oh my god wow um so you now listen to you're now listening to the pop girlies. You're listening to the EDM thing. Yes, yes, yes. Would love to dissect between each of you because I feel like this is. Do do we think that the music that we listen to? Because I think if you ask any gay, they're going to be saying, "I love the pop girlies," and also I think that they all would say that they love going to EDM shows and love EDM music too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we think that is nature or nurture? Hmm. I think the pop girlies are nature. And are I think gonna... the EDM artists are nurture. I was almost going to say opposite for me. I feel like, so I come from the instrumental world, right? Like most of the music that I play doesn't have any lyrics or any of that stuff. So I'm there for like the production. I'm there for instrumental type stuff. And so I feel like for me, I connect a lot with EDM music as like a listening experience in that way. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I'm around the girlies all the time because that's what's on at the club. That's what's on at the pre-party. Right. That's like just what's on all the time. And I still love it. But I feel like I had to like get more used to that than I did to EDM. And I just kind of like slipped into EDM. Sure. That makes sense. How about you, Aaron? I just want to say I want a campaign to not play only pop girlies everywhere like can we please when i'm not saying i want charlie puth this is not me advocating for charlie <laughs> puth that was the that was my next question <laughs> <laughs> i need that to be on the record i am not advocating this is a statement i'll okay. stand behind okay, no charlie good. puth okay didn't but you bought be- that album no uh-uh no way jose okay. just maybe checking. i did though i don't know but i hope i didn't i hope i didn't <laughs> someone check someone check. someone someone go back someone check um what was i gonna say i was but i feel like having like a boy genius song or having like you know a more standard adele song or having like i don't know i'd even want to sing like your body is a wonderland as like you can find that at a coffee at a party shop, probably not a but party. at like a party like a pregame Oh. I feel like when it when it comes on, it would be it would be a crowd pleaser. The people that get it would get it. I think the people that's that... probably true. <laughs> I also but wonder... I would go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Um, I love was thinking <laughs> we love it. We love it so much. Um, since AI has been in the news so much, I always I wonder know. like how much of it is nurture and how much is the algorithm. Like I put on a playlist and <sighs> oh. what is Spotify shoving down my throat that I don't even think about? Like, do I like this music even? I don't know. I think about that a lot. I luckily for me, I'm on Apple Music and you their algorithm Apple isn't Apple. that great. <laughs> I'm, Say I'm, that. The teeth. Say Apple that. Music's music is not that great in terms of like the algorithm, but like that's because they don't l- track you across everything you do, which just goes to show they don't have as much data on you, really. But what I would say with that is whenever I get like my new music Fridays, it is like always just super EDM heavy. And I'm like, that's what I listen to at the gym, but that's I was not just, what I listen to. Ugh. If I'm I was on just a walk about to say or, like, I yeah. listen to the EDM music at the gym every morning because I'm not human yet. And I need something to keep me going. Sure. And that's the most of what I listen to. And then I get my like year end review from Spotify. And it's like, you listen to this song 12,000 times. I was like, I don't even know this song. I just have to be on the playlist. <laughs> Peep the Spotify. Thank you. <laughs> One for Spotify. Just saying. Wait, 
Because Kurt, you're also on Apple Music, is that right? No, 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 I'm a Spotify guy. Yeah, yeah, Simon. What? That's what I you said. Were make, you were making it seem like. Never mind. I I don't know if I was interpreting it wrong. Yeah, you were. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, so, you, you didn't just do ten milligrams of THC like some of us. I did smoke a little bit, but like, whatever. That's um, right. <laughs> That's right. So there are three artists in the band. <laughs> Should we play Fuck Mary Kill? <laughs> I'm just kidding. With who? No. With who? No. I was gonna say Miss the three members. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh. And Mrs. Claus. Oh God. Wait, who was the first one? I didn't hear. Miss Piggy. Oh, Miss Piggy. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. Uh, nope. Oh, man. <laughs> this is really tough. I'm gonna like file this one away. This is going to bring out. Because if I fuck Miss Piggy, then I'm fucking. You know, I'm up at. You kind of. You kind of gotta. Right. I think so. She's probably a freak. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> She's probably nasty. <laughs> so you're fucking Miss Piggy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can we have this I'm on the record? Can we have I'm this on the 75% sure. Um, I would kill Mrs. Claus um, because she's not delivering the presents. You know, that's Santa. Uh, that's you know, the other one. And then I guess I'd marry Jennifer because why not? She'd be fun. Do you think I'd get really annoyed with her though? Do you think I, the, the novelty would wear off the 80th time she's like, hi, Simon, you know? I still don't know I, how much of, like, press her is her and how much is, like, the character that she is in front of the world. And I have no idea how to find that out anyway either, so. Yeah, what, that. If, what if she were just awful? I don't think she's yeah. awful. I think that she's probably just, she gets, like, people, she, she knows that people adore her for doing her shtick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she now like that's part of who she is. It'd yeah. be like if Sia stopped wearing the wig with the eyes covered, we'd be like, "Girl, that's your signature thing." Or like yeah. if Ava Max cut only like, <gasps> both sides of her hair, you know? Which doesn't she have an even haircut now? Yeah. She does. She does. Okay. She's because lost I it all. Hated that with a fiery passion. Okay, it was, tr- it was truly we- a twist. Nothing beats oh. us discovering that she had that wig on the podcast when we had our guest on. And like that the one side was wavy sometimes too. And the other side <laughs> yeah. was like, girl, what are you doing? Oh, I hated it so much. No one knows. Nobody, no one... nobody ever knew. It, it was a try. It was a try, you know? It's the wonder thing. of she the world. She, <laughs> she ate lava. <laughs> mm, nom, 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 nom. Um, so, so Simon. <laughs> yeah. Kurt kind of mentioned that he. So I'm the only um, one who is playing. By the way, I'm the only one. Oh, I have the same answer as you. Same answer as you for sure. Thank you. No, I'm marrying Mrs. Claus because she probably bakes some really good like cookies and shit. But Aaron, you bake good cookies. You don't need. I know, but like if someone else would, that means I get to sit on the couch more. I guess. Okay. Fair. You know. Okay. Um. So Simon, Kurt kind of mentioned that there's three different artists, and he mentioned that they all came together and they they made boy genius mm-hmm. and he also mentioned that um that he listened to all of them and really loved all of them individually um and that's what you missed on glee yes. what what is your history with the, the artists the band all of it i feel like i'm gonna lose a lot of you know street cred as it were with my answer but honestly i'd only really had much exposure to Phoebe Bridgers before, you know, the Boy Genius EP. And then even now, I would still say that's probably true. I've I've listened to a lot more Phoebe than I have the other two. That's not because I'm not interested. I just, you know, I but got I feel a lot like going on. I feel like um I listened to your episode on Punishment. I feel like that was kind of an unexpected gem for both of you. Like you weren't super, loved. super into her, but yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. Loved. Yeah. That was but, a real bright spot of that year, I'll say. And Simon, that's what I was gonna ask with that was um 
is Punisher like when you're saying you listen to Phoebe Bridgers, are you just citing our previous album review or are you like Yeah, you're right. I'm a stupid bitch. I only really listen to that album. Let's be real okay. here. Yeah, Let's like, just cut the shit. We're not trying to sugarcoat <laughs> anything here. That's that is the shit. <laughs> you know, for all intents and purposes, I would say I'm somewhere in between you both. Okay. Um I for Phoebe Bridgers, I only listened to Punisher. And I think she has a couple albums. For um Lucy, I did listen to her album. Is it like VHS tapes or something? Or what is it called? Home video, I think is the home video. Yeah. I listened to that like probably a good five or six times and I really enjoyed it. It's a good album. Julian Baker, though, I honestly was very nervous that I wasn't going to remember her name throughout this podcast i will say she's the one that i definitely have like the least experience with too i've heard a couple singles and i listen to one of her albums but she's not like as much of a regular listener as like phoebe's definitely my, my regular listening and lucy sometimes but julian is the one that i don't know as well right. you know right. i don't know why when i read julian baker my brain registered julian casablancas of the strokes and i just never really got that image out of my head of like him being a member of the group wouldn't that be strange yeah you um, can't really sing so in terms of the one other thing I just wanted to kind of chat through a little bit was in terms of the creation of the band and in terms of the approach to the band, this is pretty unique in the fact that you don't see a lot of relatively successful artists, which they weren't like honestly that successful separately when they made their first EP, but they were at least like making a name for themselves. Mm -hmm. You don't see people kind of go from three different solo careers into an individual career, kind of like we saw with like, or like grouping, like we saw with this. Um, what do you think? Like, can you think of any other artists or like that did that kind of thing? Or huh. I can think of one. I guess now that you bring it up, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. No. Mm -mm. Huh. Hmm. The the only other one that I could think of was the High Women. Oh yeah, yeah. Brandy Carlisle, um, Mirren Morris, and then the two others, which the two other they're Beyonce, the Julian the girl. Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce and the girls. Beyonce and the girls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who would we like if we could have it, it can be two artists, it can be four artists, it can be whatever. Oh, who would we want? Who do we think that would be like a good combo oh. platter that we'd want to have make a group together, whether it's like like any genre? Oh my god. That is just I don't even I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. I there's like a couple I would love to see someone like an Adele and like a Sam Smith oh um interesting I don't know who like if there would be a third or if there needs to be a third that's a lot of voice right there that's a lot but of that's voice. like a lot of voice and I, but I think that like they would do some amazing harmonies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kurt, can you think of anyone? Off the top of my head, no. Um, you know what? Okay, so such an <laughs> here is what I want to do as a very natural transition. Okay, fabulous. One of the thoughts going to talking about the album. One of the things that I noticed about the album and it felt kind of, you kind of had to get past it was, although this is like a group, this is boy genius. It really felt like it was the, the Julian songs and the Lucy songs and the Phoebe songs. And like, there were a yep. couple songs where they felt like there was kind of a, a broader group, but it really felt like it was how they approached the band was, this is my song, but I, appreciate and want to use you as backing vocals for this song yeah what you guys no, think I, had, that? I had the same thought i put in my notes like i think this is a phoebe song i think this is a julian song um and i think that's tough because like if you're all songwriters which they are like they're all really good songwriters in their own right 
then it's like how do you approach that like as a three some and it seems like they like just had a google drive and they just threw shit in the google drive <laughs> and like started working on it from there um but i'm sure when you get into the studio it's like well i put this and like i kind of started creating this so it like feels like your song still um and i also put in my notes that some of my favorite songs were the ones that it did feel like it was the most equal mm. um like when they did kind of disappear into like the larger group as a whole i thought right. those were the best songs um I am. spoiler uh, alert <laughs> not exactly no, they are but <laughs> there are a few of them maybe maybe just a couple yeah um but yeah i very much had that thought as well yeah well, isn't it interesting then that the first song is one of those songs where it's like really showcases all of them in a unique way and then we break off kind of immediately into do you, you think know. so i don't feel like it no i don't feel like it immediately broke off okay um but it i'd say maybe three songs in is where i started to like be like okay separate sounds mm -hmm. and i think okay. just i could definitely i think what like i could definitely tell is i could definitely tell the lucy songs because they very much sounded like lucy yeah the variable was that i didn't really know what julian's sound was going in and so her songs in particular probably felt the most band like to me because sure. i didn't know who like there's no like immediacy and then there was like a couple times that Phoebe did her trademark, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which can't be good on your vocals. I just got to say, I always wonder about that too. Like you're touring with this, you're touring with this. How are you not dead? Maybe, maybe she like lip syncs it and goes, and then like, oh. they just play the sound the scandal, bite the scandal. <laughs> or she has like a button. She pushes as she, and well, you, the button. you heard it here, a bopper flop exclusive. You know, we are conspiracy theorists here. We we always are coming up with the the latest trends and the underground latest, scoop. The latest goss, if you will. The, hot, the hottest goss. Mm. Um, other thing that kind of felt different, and we mentioned that this at the beginning of the album was, or the beginning of the episode, was that um, a lot of the these girlies, their music is very introspective, usually. But this one, because it felt like they were working together, they almost had it be more like statements and outward in terms of the themes. It was a lot more about like us talking to each other conversation or it was like me expressing my ideas versus me think like wondering about what's going on in my brain and those types of things. Did you guys pick up on that? Yeah, I um, I agree. I think that individually they're very, very introspective, which is fine, but I think they do have more kind of we're working it out together stuff and i read a couple interviews just to like see what went into the making of the album and they fucking love each other which i love like they're these three queer girlies who are just like making music and living the best lives um but yeah they definitely used it as a space to like i'm gonna do this thing but i also want to like put it out there and say how you support me i felt like this entire album was very much about like friendship which is kind of cool and an interesting theme from album that you don't necessarily get a lot of the time um not since the spice girls really <laughs> mm -mm. a touch a lot Fun fact, a lot of these these um these groups aren't actually friends. Pussycat dolls? Not friends. Not friends. Mm -mm. One direction? Not friends. Not friends. Mm -mm. Fifth mm -mm. Harmony? Not friends. Mm -mm. Daft Punk um, hate each other. Not friends. Um Jesse and the rest of the little mixed girlies? Not friends. <laughs> <laughs> did i say the right one was it is it jesse is jesse the one that people don't like girl i still couldn't tell you is that belegda i don't know who it is. <laughs> yeah belegda belegda girl i don't know who i think it is i think it okay. is jesse i think i it is know jesse. this by now but yeah i don't either i yeah we don't we the don't only know the, the only Good one company. whose name i can remember is perry because she looks like katie perry okay well now i can remember her that'll be i still don't remember i still don't i still won't yeah could you imagine if someone like did put a gun to your head and that was the question they asked? Name of you had to answer. <laughs> Name all of the little mix members. Just, oh just my pull god! The There's pull, no it. pull it, babe. I'm ready. <laughs> Spoiler alert for anyone: I am I am not someone you'd want on your trivia team. I don't useless facts and even like useful facts. I feel like I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I know what happened to me and I can always remember what happened to me. But like in terms of just knowing random shit about other people. No, no, 
No. I couldn't even tell you if if there was a bop or flop trivia, I guarantee you someone else might like beat me. <laughs> did I did I bop or flop last week's episode? Honestly, don't remember. Couldn't tell you. Uh, I can't. What, I, what was last week's episode? Well, we didn't do one last week, so it was two weeks ago. And I feel like maybe that it was, was a trick question and you got it. Good job. You got it. It was M83. That's right. That's what it was. That's what it was. Tough um, one to keynote, I will just say. Oof. You killed it, though. You really, you. you really killed it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, any more thoughts on the album? Give me all of them, Kurt. I want to hear everything. All right. Well, I um, am I, are we bopping or flopping it, or am I just giving general notes at the moment? Anything you want. General notes, and then if and then going with it. <laughs> so. I guess one of the thoughts that I had, especially as I was kind of like revisiting the tracks um, in preparation was this is going to be the nerdiest thing that I maybe ever said out loud, but it's like a very intertextual album, if that makes sense. Uh, woof. <laughs> like there's so many references to other things, not like that you need to get them, but I really appreciate knowing how music ticks. And so it was fun to me for kind of to like discover those things. They got references to Simon and Garfunkel. Um, they talk about Leonard Cohen. Um, there's like a Joan Didion line that I did not notice because I don't know Joan Didion super well, but apparently oh, that's in there. Okay. Um, and also they reference not only musically and but lyrically as well, like their back catalogs as individual artists and also stuff off the EP shows up too. Mm-hmm. Um, and just made for like a really rich, rich listening experience once I figured out all those things were there. And again, not that you like have to have those and not keep keeping their albums saying, oh, you need to know X, Y, or Z. Um, but it is fun that they are so intelligent and they can like hide those things and not even hide those things just use those to build their album upon too and i thought that was really interesting i didn't um, pick up on any of those things kurt that's fine. so yeah <laughs> i'm um, just a dum-dum that you shouldn't invite to trivia <laughs> and that's that on that but i appreciate that you did that di- dissecting and that's why you have a a music degree and, and that's why he's a guest on bother flop that's there right. it is. That and is if you the ha- reason. If you haven't been a guest and you're wondering why, just saying. Maybe get your music degree. Think about it. Maybe think about it because we might ask you and we might ask you that question. <laughs> I know I got mine from Phoenix. <laughs> I got mine from Trump University. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to look into you know a settlement there. Contact legal aid, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one day I will. Um Okay, yeah. If, Simon, do you have anything more to say about the album? No, not really. I uh, I'm ready to give my my hard and fast bopper flop. Oh, go for it! How about yeah. you start us off? Alrighty. Well, I mean, I'd be crazy if I were to flop this album. I think this was a really fun journey, front to back. Three boss girl ladies. They thems. I actually don't know they're to be they're honest. They're not with they you. them. I don't think they use they them. And that's why we are not MPR. No. And I stand are, and I stand by that. We are BOF. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is Bop City, baby. I might Bop, even get Bop. the vinyl. I'm thinking about it. Ooh, that's a high praise from you. Maybe. I I already have it. I already have the vinyl. Oh wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which one did you get? Because there are like four or five versions. I got the Target. Um, I always get the Target one because it's what color is it? Orange. It's an orange color. I honestly haven't pulled it out of its sleeve because as we know, I notoriously don't have a record player. That's okay. Wait, you actually not? (laughs) No. (laughs) It's true. Okay. All right. I just I I hang up the CDs in oh, my yeah. like the or not the CDs the records <laughs> as artwork, so it does get used. But then like eventually it gets taken down for a new album, and then That's right. now I have like fifty vinyls, and I'm like, well, do you really? Might be time. Because mm, I, I counted have, the other day. I counted how many I have. I probably have thirty. How many do you have, Simon? That's. How many do you have? I have 118. Ooh, that's a collection. Yeah. And Kurt, do you do you have vinyl? I don't. I don't have a record player. I would like to get one at some point, but has not it's, had the time yet. It's addicting. Yeah. It's buying addicting. vinyl is addicting. For and sure. you don't even have a record player. It's crazy. Well, that's the, crazy. I can listen to the music on my that's fucking true. AirPods. What's the point of using the vinyl? 
Not the same, Mama. That warm scratch, though. It's a different experience. No, truly, well. actually, and some artists, it is different because mm-hmm. Lord's Solar Power album, the the vinyl recording is actually like a completely different product, like um, oh. completely differently produced. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Not something that people would probably notice, but um, oh my gosh, crazy enough, out of nowhere, Solar Power <gasps> just popped, started playing. Started playing. Hopefully, we don't get this this episode taken down. Oh my god! Some background <laughs> solar power. Um, not, there's no way you activated Siri. That was definitely a ghost. It had to be. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, like obviously, I bought the vinyl. Obviously, a bop. I think for me, this album, um, really had me appreciate. Like at first, there was a moment at first that I was like, "Oh, this is just them doing like." three different artists putting songs on an album, not much cohesion. And I would say that like the way that they put the flow together, it ends up working pretty well. But if you were to shuffle this, you would be like, this is an eclection of different sounds. Um, it doesn't, it's not like a singular sound throughout the album. Um, but they did a very good job at doing that. And I think that the way that they were able to support each other and their each other's songs throughout the album was also something really cool to see. Um, I think I'm actually going to go back to this album and listen to it. And I'm going to be seeing them at Coachella. Oh, God. I'm so jealous. That'd be amazing. Um, Kurt, what about you? I Definitely Bob. Definitely Bob. Definitely Bob. I can hold in the suspense. Definitely Bob. Certified Bob. Certified Bob. Certified Um... Yeah, I th- yeah. Overall, I think this it it totally deserves, and I'm I'm happy that we were supposed to review it last week, but schedules just didn't align, and we were able to get it done. Move over. I think who was competing for us to like if we were gonna do like a a new new album was Ellie Goulding, and that hmm. didn't feel worthy. Good to know she's still doing. <laughs> But the one thing that like laugh, I, I don't know if it was true or not, because I think it was like a pop crave tweet or something about Ellie's album. But it said <laughs> um, this. Yeah, this is my least personal album yet. <laughs> That's a pull quote. And I, <laughs> I love that. And I'm, I'm like, I kind of hope that that's true, that she's like. Yeah. This is corporate, baby. Mama, I'm cashing a check. I will say, I did listen to one single. It came up on one of my, maybe on my discovery from Spotify. And I was like, this is okay. She sounded less, like, smoky than usual. Like, she was actually huh. singing as opposed to, like, into the mic. Which yeah. That was the problem with her sometimes. She's got a real voice. She got a real, real song in there. Yeah. I like her voice. It's fine. It's very hard. I, I, yeah. Another thing I was thinking about is... People like, you know how there's like, there's like this collection of girly, like pop girlies that are coming through the, mm-hmm. through the scene, the Tate mm-hmm. McRae's of the world, the Mimi Webb's of the world. Yes. The, like all of these artists that are like, all just kind of, I don't know, like they're all making albums. They're all doing things, but like at the same time, they all feel very interchangeable. I feel like these that's just because we're old and they're Gen Z or something. Yeah. Do we I think, think that's so? what it is? I, I think th- yes. I think we're aging out of relevance. I think that's what's happening. I honestly, yes. Yeah. Cause I, they you're right, Aaron. To me, these are all the same girl. There's no like real distinct style in it the the pop to me, but some of it's fine. You know? I, yeah. Mimi's but, got some absolute Mimi's bops. Got some bops. Mimi's I mean, album is fucking phenomenal, mama. And her style, though, whoever's styling her, that is truly a spaghetti on the wall approach. Truly. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'm not seeing this either, but now I feel like I should look it up. Just watch that Ghost of You music video, and it's like, let's try eight different outfits, and there's no real rhyme or reason to what's going on. What? No, we're just going to go for it see what sticks yeah um okay well should we move yeah, on to where were you going with that was it just like uh what is oh. that oh i 
I just, you know, so like in, you know, how in a star is born, um, of course, Sam, um, brother, (laughs) he's the brother of Bradley Cooper. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, What's his face? That actor I like. Sam. Something. Something. He's great. Yeah. Um, he has a scene which it's actually in the oh, soundtrack. Like if you listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. If you listen to the if you listen to the soundtrack, he's like in he's like, you know, he there's only eight notes that you can only play in so many different ways. And of course, you really that's like my the favorite, way you played that favorite part of the movie. Iconic. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it kind of did a little bit of like a whoop with my mind where I was like, oh God, we're gonna get to a point where there can't be any more new music. Like everything is going to be sampled mm. from something else, or it's going to have reference to something else. But where I think that we see difference in like FYI. So one of the things that, that also just launched is Apple music classical classical. And the whole point of Apple music classical is, is like, yes, it can be the same Beethoven symphony three or whatever else. But depending on like what the orchestra was that was playing it, it could sound for like someone that likes classical music, it could sound very different. Yeah. And I feel like what we, where we're going to continue to be able to expand music and what music means is, um, is through like the voices of the, the artists and through the way that like the instruments that they put along with the melody. Mm-hmm. that's where i was getting the arrangement if you will production yeah all those i love that mm-hmm. that's that was the thought i had there do we want to do we do you think do you in? think do you think people are gonna like be mimi web for halloween and people will know that that's the what they're doing because i feel like you could go as like an ariana grande and you would know immediately what that outfit is or you could go as a uh you know I'm really defeating my own point here. I was about to say, I'm, I certainly wouldn't know. How I mean, how long has Mimi Wim been around? I hadn't heard of her until like, I feel like three or four months ago. That was her first That's, album, right? Maybe I'm just late to the party. So, okay. No, she just no. came out of the. You're the just on chemistry. time. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's she's <laughs> fresh out of the factory. Um, <laughs> say that. Yeah. Truly, though. Um, what was he going to say? Fresh pressed. <laughs> I don't remember. That's okay. Should we go on to Top Bop? Absolutely. Aaron, what was yours? Let's start with you. Mine was $20. All right. Should we listen real quick? All right. Okay. For those that uh, didn't do like us, um, we just listened to it. So if you want to listen to it and then come back, you're welcome to. With this new Zooming thing, we're having a tougher time figuring (sighs) out how to... Do all the things, so whatever. <laughs> that was $20. I like that song more so in the first 80% of it mm. than the last 20% of it. Okay. But I also kind of like, I do love some Phoebe yelling. Mm-hmm. It does feel like that like kind of like takes it to a different level and a different extreme that it didn't necessarily need. Mm. But I like the song, and every time it starts, I'm always like, I'm in for a good time. Head bobbing, five, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I love Phoebe screaming in the background. There's a great video on um, Boy Genius's Instagram of her recording that and just oh. screaming, and Lucy Dacus like loving it, but also kind of being horrified of it as she videos. It's very funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all I got. Good song, fun. Who wants to go next? I wait, I have a question. Um, would nope, not gonna ask it. I literally just thought it out loud and I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever thought. You well now say, now we, we want to know. <laughs> I literally was just thinking about when I went to the Phoebe Bridgers concert at Surly. Great oh, concert, too. amazing. Yeah. I've never been around so many lesbian Gen Femmes. Z in my life. Femmes. Yes, amazing. I was literally just thinking, hmm, I wonder if the crowd would be like the same kind of makeup at this concert. And I'm like, literally, Simon, you're a fucking idiot. So stupid. 
I think it might actually like, you know what? I would say it. You know what I I was thinking of? I was was thinking Muna. That's who I was thinking of. Do you think Mm. it's the same crowd? I think they have a lot of overlap. Like, of the overlap. Venn diagram is almost a circle. Okay. So it wasn't yeah. as dumb as I thought it was. Sorry. False. No. Okay. I mean, Muna and Phoebe are, I think like Phoebe for all intents and purposes is like signed to Muna to her label. Mm. And so like, no, oh, uh, she, she owns a business. Oh, she's a business lady. Mama business bitch. I love it. Um, And I'm always trying to diversify my income streams. <laughs> robust that you are yes so so robust um, always be closing just remember that folks mm-hmm, that's right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who wants to go next <laughs> i'll go um i feel like i'm gonna get a lot of flack for this but my top pop was i don't even know if you could really consider it a full song but i really liked the opening track mm-hmm. without you without them Really well, that. let's give it a listen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah. I just can't get enough of that arrangement there. It's so pretty. Um, There's really something about it, like a good opening song that isn't like a full song, but it's like yeah. kind of, it starts the mood. Yeah. yeah it really does that. Um, and I like really simplistic songwriting and just like i like being reminded that really simple words and sentences can produce really strong emotion like you know like speak to me until your history is no mystery to me it's like kind of cheesy but really cute and says a lot you know i don't know i got a lot out of this song i really like it that's that's why i chose that oh well um i really liked it too um I think we might have lost Kurt. He might be coming back, but the show must go on. That's what they say. And so uh, in terms of that, like starter intro type thing, one of the things that, or another album that I've seen that does this very well, um, Kurt just messaged. He got, he got kicked back off. We're getting him back in. We're getting him back Uh, in. Don't worry, folks. He's coming. Oh, thank God. And he's back. He's oh, back. Oh, thank goodness. Guys, guys, we love Zoom. We just love Zoom. <laughs> we were we were this close to just pretending you didn't exist for a quick minute. Like we were just gonna just talk, if, just talk through it. Just talk through what it. if we had yeah. just done the rest of the episode like that, just you and me, and then signed off and just never acknowledged that Kurt <laughs> disappeared. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe there'll be one day that'll happen. That's um what it is. But the Valley on um, Betty Who's album, The Valley, very similar vibe where it's like a one minute song that is like just one. It's one of my favorite songs on that album. And I feel like the same thing holds true here. This is. Yeah, not, I don't know why you thought you were going to get flack from this. It's such a charming little song. And like, I know I just be, be like some people be like, oh, it's not even like a full song. Mm, it's so short. Mm. You know, It'd be so like long. if you if you gave like interlude or exit lewd from like Sam's Town um your top pop what if i gave um you know that one interlude on chromatica my top pop the one that goes All... into 911 chromatica 2 yeah i mean you could you could i mean, just really like that one um, i got to re-listen to that album i haven't listened to it in a little bit a hot minute i, I will uh, and i'm not just saying that because i'm wearing my merch <laughs> this is a good I t-shirt i don't Ugh. know if chromatica outside of rain on me and maybe to a lesser extent stupid love is really going to stand the test of time i don't know if i agree with that i feel yeah i feel like it will i think that we got really sick of it because that was like our lifeline through covid and so it was everything everywhere all at once all the time mm-hmm. and i think now that we're like a couple of years away from it i haven't listened to it as much because i was like so oversaturated at the time but i don't know i like it better than like maybe controversial like art pop you know i feel like it's a i don't know if that's super controversial i like art pop <laughs> but it's kind of a mess yeah. it's all over the place i don't know if gaga is capable of creating something that doesn't stand the test of time She's just 
she's just such an artiste. But I, I, to me, I guess it just how much of it is nature versus nurture. <laughs> back to the beginning, bringing it all back. Bringing it all back. You're so smart. Here. Part of part of me feels like we have been conditioned to like and love Lady Gaga and find things to enjoy about her music regardless versus like maybe just maybe chromatica isn't isn't like an album that you're going to default ever wanting to go back to like you would with like a Fleetwood Mac's mm-hmm. dreams or even I think Renaissance truly will be in the cultural zeitgeist oh, and yeah. will be yeah, like Hmm. you'll go back to that for years, but I don't think people are probably going to like, they're going to forget to go back to Chromatica. That's what I guess I'm trying to say. Oh, we'll see. That is a hot hot take. I'll still be wearing this Babylon shirt. I'll tell you that. Well, you know, I got my free woman shirt, but I I, I think what I'm just (laughs) trying to say, like I'm saying that's happening right now. I don't think that people are going back and listening to Chromatica. And like in five years from now, if they're going to go back and listen to Lady Gaga, will Chromatica be the album that they go back to? But you know, Aaron, those songs come out at the saloon and I still go out there and I shake my booty to them. Oh, I believe me. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> That's I, an interesting I know. question though. Hmm. It is. Yeah. I'll set a reminder from like five, ten five years. Yeah, now. Exactly. yeah. Well, one and thing I'll, that I've, well, okay. that, that's going to like ruin the whole thing. I should send a reminder. I'm going to set a reminder for five years from now to ask you both when the last time you listened to Chromatica is. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to set a reminder for you. No, no, do not. (laughs) Do not. Because if you set a reminder, you're going to know that Mm. I'm going to ask you the question and then you'll be like, I'm going to listen to Chromatica quick. I don't check my reminders like that, girl. (laughs) I don't check my reminders like that. You remind me in three years. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I'll remind you guys in five. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Kurt. Oh. No. Oh, yeah. Yep. One of the we things have not was, done, we have not done what, Kurt. We haven't done, we have not done Kurt, but like the reason why I brought that question up too was because um, I've been finding myself going back and listening to a lot of nostalgia music. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like outside of when we have to do the album review stuff, I like this latest week was obsessing over Fallout Boy again. Oh, that was and a t- like uh, that was a place in time. Take me to your grave. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. where is your boy tonight? I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already know the rest. Yep. Yeah, like they had, very, God, they had some good stuff, didn't they? They really did, and so it's fun <sighs> to go back yeah. and like mm-hmm. and relive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, so Kurt, top pop of the album. My top pop was not strong enough. Well, let's <sighs> give it a listen. Let's. Mm. That's a good one. I love it. That's I feel like they each get their own chance to do their what they do best. Like they each get a chorus. Most of them get a verse, but like the content very much matches what they do in their own solo stuff. And and this one feels like one of the most collaborative of the songs in the record. And that's, I think I really appreciate it too. It's good stuff. If I, okay. I was thinking as soon as it started and then the whole time through, I was like, I want to take back my top bop and give it to this one. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I do like this one better than $20 bill. I love this song. It is like, just, Makes me want to dance. Makes yeah. me want to like just wiggle around. Great pregame song. Add it to your pregame playlist, people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say that. Great song. Absolutely. Um, with great songs <laughs> comes great responsibility. Um, I think it's Ben Parker who said that. Yeah. Um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in uh, peace, please. Please. I don't know. Please. (laughs) Please. Barbara, please. Please. (laughs) Biggest flop. Biggest flop. Um, We have a great responsibility to biggest flop. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What was just the 
the biggest floppiest song on the track for you you know the song that just you pull it out of the pants and it just lands on the counter and you're like whoa that flopped that that flopped that flopped (laughs) um this is a this was like a tough one it was it was it was a tough one Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go out and say that this changed a couple times throughout but where it ended up because it's kind of just like what's this i was like i don't know this song sometimes yeah yeah but then other times I'll listen to it, it was fine. We're in love. The third from last uh, track on the album. Mm-hmm. It just, it's like a very he- Lucy heavy song. Very. Um, and I, I love Lucy to death, but for some reason it just didn't feel like it had the magic of the trio in the way that the other ones did. And also I, yeah, that's kind of actually the reason. I am on the same page as you. It was my biggest flop too. And I think the reason was I just remember it the least. Mm. Yeah. I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to be what the, the biggest flop was. Um, I'm going to fight back against it. And I okay. it's totally taste, of course. But, um, and partly it's that I love Lucy Dacus's voice so much. Mm. I love an alto voice. She's got such a lovely voice. This entire song, which it's long. I get it. It's like a long song. And in my reading, it was like, we kind of thought maybe we won't have this on the album because it is like long and slow. Um, and I'll also say that I'm not someone who listens to words right off the bat. Um, and because of that, Same. I think the first time I listened to it, I was like, this is a slow ballad. I didn't really have a lot going for it. But in repeated listenings, like listening to this song, it's like a warm bath for the soul. It's so nice and so easy. There's so many pretty lines in there. But I can totally see why like in the place that is in the album and all that good stuff, how it could be a, a, a flop for folks. Mm. If that a wasn't your biggest flop, then, then Kurt, what was my it? biggest flop was revolution zero, um, mm. which is the song directly after not strong enough. And I think that's part of the reason, like, I think if maybe I'd heard the song on its own, I wouldn't have had quite the reaction I did, but the yeah. first half of the album, especially like those first six songs are fire. And the sequencing yeah. is so good. And mm-hmm. then Revolution Zero is like this very slow ballad again. And it just halts all the momentum that the album had going for it. And it's like almost comes as a shock after all that, that good, good, yeah. good. Um, and again, I think maybe in a different place, it would have had a different reaction, but it was just so jarring to snap out of that flow that I felt like the album had going. So mm. that's my, that's my biggest flop. That is, that is, that is very so fair. True. And I would, I would agree with you that it feels like the, the first half of the album is more of them cohesively as a group. And the second half is very much where it's artist forward a little bit more. Um, How do you with that? Yeah. So that, that totally kind of tracks too of, of kind of how it all kind of comes together, but we did it boys. Oh my God. Can you believe it? I wouldn't have believed. I wouldn't have believed. Never would have. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, We have one last thing that's, kind of just cuckoo crazy it's the single obsession people are always saying that they're like your guys segment single obsession is crazy it's crazy crazy concept you guys um what what's on y'all's mind um i'll go first uh mine is just like an easy breezy no-brainer fun summer poppy kind of vibe it's the song 10 out of 10 by oliver heldens featuring kylie minogue it's just fun it's bright it it lasts about you know a snap of the fingers it seems it just goes by real quickly it does i'll probably i'll probably forget about it in eight months but that's fine it's totally okay it does feel very forgettable. Yes. And it also feels like Kylie is like, move over, RuPaul. I'm using your lingo. <laughs> <laughs> and to that we say, slay, mother. Slay, mama. Boots <laughs> the house down. <laughs> what about you, Kurt? What's your single obsession? Can I cheat and have two? I couldn't decide on yeah, two. I wouldn't, you wouldn't be the first. All right. Um, so Dreams by Griffin, uh, which came out like a week or two ago. And that's just been on my playlist as I walk around and as I work out. And it's just a good, solid, like medium tempo, nice, pretty EDM song. Nice. Um, and the other one is one that came out on the same day as the Boy Genius album, actually, which is Jisoo from Blackpink. Um, she came okay. out with two singles and Flowers was the one that I was going to highlight because that's a 
another fun little one. Ah, uh, so we got a K-pop girly over here. That's, that's you know, right. I wasn't, but I have so many friends who are so deep into it that, like, by osmosis, I have become K-pop girly myself. I get it, Kurt. I have chatted about it before. My sophomore year of high school, I was deep, <laughs> deep in the K-pop hole. It's good stuff. It Let's really just is. say that, like, I am not, I'm not staying late at Coachella for Blackpink. <laughs> <laughs> That is none of, I don't think any oh. of the, the headliners this year, I'm like, I need to see them. I'm like, yeah, if I'm around and no one else is playing, maybe I'll watch them. But I think Frank is probably the one I'm like most interested in seeing. I'm very jealous about that. That's going to be. Um, so going to me. Yeah. Me. Yes. I mentioned earlier that I have been on like a a retro kind of go back and rediscover artists that I wasn't giving as much attention to. Um, and there's this artist, Emily King, who I am obsessed with. And uh, I just, I was going on like um, the different venue pages here in Austin. And I was like, who's coming to town? Who do I need to see? And Emily King is coming to town. And I was like, why do I remember that name? And I looked her up and I was like, Oh my God, there's this album that she has that's called scenery. Okay. Um, and if you are just looking to get into Emily King, the song that I want to recommend you listen to is a song called Can't Hold Me. Okay. Um, you are going to be like if, if you end up liking that song, that entire album is like just so good. I would even go as far as to say she's very similar vibes to Jesse Ware. <sighs> oh wow, that's high praise. Oh, yeah. High praise. I don't oh. mean like the, I don't mean like in the disco sense. I mean very like you're you'll pick up. You'll be like, yeah. okay, yeah, I get it. But okay, yeah. So I was good. gonna I was gonna say because yeah, I'm looking at the Spotify here. I've truly never heard of this woman. Nope, haven't seen. One get ready, one. get ready. Never seen, neither heard. All right. Um, I was also jokingly thinking about do I choose "Let It Loose" by Lucy Duca? <laughs> No. <laughs> I there was a moment in today's recording where I almost turned your I love Lucy into a Lucy Laduca segue, but I didn't. But I feel like maybe I should have. Honestly, justice I, for Lucy. Uh, before and after well. Yes. Honestly, I'll just say if I ever in life decide I'm gonna go to Juilliard or something, I need a monologue to perform, it's gonna be a spoiler alert, her exit interview from RuPaul. That was truly incredible stuff. I've rewatched it many times. Wait, what? Where? Who? Yeah, I don't think I've seen the interview. Lucy Laduca? Like, exit interview for what? Like on E.T.? Or are you talking about Untucked? The show she's her on? Exit interview? Just like the last thing before she goes off. Oh, like the, literally, yeah. like yeah, okay, okay. The, the like <laughs> maybe two lines that she gives. That's Girl. not going to work for a monologue, Mama. Girl, it was a whole slew. Are you serious? No, watch it, back. it was. I'm gonna roll watch the tape. Roll, roll the, the tape. tape. Roll the tape, and you'll be, you'll say, "Wow, Simon, I'm you're right." You'll text it's, me. I'm gonna tonight. say this. This would be perfect for you to <laughs> to do a monologue too to get into Juilliard. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, we did everything. <laughs> we did the last it. thing we haven't done yeah. is plug. Kurt, plug you've been up, so baby. great. Mm. Thanks for having me. If if people want to find you, if they want to go, oh my gosh, he is the the gold standard of music. I want to talk to him about other stuff. Where can people find you? Oh gosh, um, I guess Insta. Um, Oh gosh, and I have to spell this Curticus, K-U-R-T-I-C-U-S, like Spartacus, but Curticus dot H A T T. That's my handle on Instagram. That's kind of the only thing I really have. Yeah. yeah. Out there, so. mm -hmm. Don't yeah. find him on OnlyFans. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Simon, where can people find you? You can find me, um, you know, on Instagram at the realist Simon. If you want to follow my little bit of this, little bit of that. I almost said I almost said playlist, spaceship, spaceship playlist. Um, it's I love this playlist on Spotify. Um, don't try and put it on shuffle at a party. It's not that kind of playlist. Not that kind of girl. Okay, justice for putting I love this playlist on at your party. Okay, justice invite the chaos. <laughs> um, how, about, how about you, Aaron? Where are you at? 
you can find me at the Aaron on all socials and you can find the podcast at bopper flop podcast on Instagram. So much um, fun. So much, so fun. much fun. We have been killing it with our creative Our some, I think like our likes truly have gone from like sometimes getting like just a couple mm. to now they, they get like a regular 30 plus, which is like top tier for us. Look, I'm not saying that. I've reinvigorated the socials, but it could be. It could be. It could be. Could be. All right. Who knows? This is so fun. So fun. It was great. Good- Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you again, Goodbye. Kurt. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.